0: Welcome to You Get a Rose. I'm your host, Hannah W. And I'm your host, Miss J. Ike Diggs. We can't wait to talk about this week six of Matt James. It feels like we should be going in a more positive direction at this point, and yet... Mm-hmm. And yet, it is still nonstop drama, and I'm annoyed, and I'm ready to move on to, like, the next part of the series... <laughs>
1: Oh, dear. It's that bad for you, huh?
0: Yes. Like, okay, in some ways, Matt himself has grown on me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week, I think his execution of all the mean girls was very good. It was very positive. And this this week, there were some things that he said and did that I liked. But I'm really tired of him getting to these scenarios where he's like, oh, I really like you, and our connection is so strong. And I can't think of, like, one clip where they've been together because the whole time we've been watching Victoria and Kit and Anna and Serena C just be mean girls to everybody.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't feel like we're getting anywhere because everybody that he's kept around, he really has strong feelings for. Allegedly. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of waiting for this competition to take shape. And I don't know if it ever will.
0: I don't know. I mean, Kit sort of said it at the end of the episode she was like it'll you know it'll be great to just now be able to move into watching these love stories blossom and be done with the drama and then boom arrival of heather
1: well you know what the producers don't want them to be done with the drama obviously right and they you know keep on doing little things like unexpectedly messing with the women's time right to make sure that it remains dramatic
0: yes it's just unfortunate because I felt like the show was going in a different direction for the last few seasons where they were like more focusing on the love story, more focusing on people's personal stories. Mm. And now it's, it's people's personal traumas, which are barely traumatic because they're like 20 years old and their biggest trauma is just that they haven't been in love.
1: That they're and, really rich. Right. And... That
0: they're wealthy and it's hard to live in the spotlight of their own money. And mm-hmm. then... Combined with a bunch of back-and-forth drama. That's it. That's the show.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been disappointing to me as well. As a longtime fan of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, nothing close to you. Nowhere (laughs) compared to you. But um, I feel like this season's been really difficult to get through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Everything
1: is so forced.
0: It's just a different kind of show. It's like the Bad Girls Club or Real World or something where all you focus on is the drama between the people that live together. It's not the love story. And by the time we get to the end, will we have even invested in one of these people? I don't know.
1: Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, you and I have invested in someone.
0: Yes, it's true. I'm fully invested in Michelle. (laughs) I am fully invested.
1: But... We're not given enough opportunity to really get to know any of these women. No,
0: including Michelle. We just, I mean, we, we fell including in love with Michelle. her, but, but we don't really know a ton about her. We I'm still
1: don't, don't know Matt her. James, honestly. No, we
0: don't. No, we don't. And we, what, what I do see is, like, him going to parties with Tyler C. right now and, and without masks or, you know, oh, yeah. big groups of people. Like, that's what I see is that he's just living it up. That's what I see. Oh, yeah. So that's my judgment of him.
1: Well, then I think we have learned enough about him. Because that's also my assessment of him. And I put money on that being accurate.
0: Yeah. I think we learned all we needed to know in the week that in the credits, Maggie asked him to dance. And he proceeded to do a dance from TikTok.
1: That was a TikTok dance? Yes.
0: It was awful. It was like so stiff. And he did... Like, every TikTok move I've seen. He, like, rolled dice. Yep. He did the, like, uh, picture hands. Like, he did all TikTok dances. And I was like, oh, so that's who Matt is.
1: I'm surprised Maggie didn't dump him right then and there.
0: Yeah, I don't know that Maggie, like, loved. I mean, how could she?
1: Listen. She's so Maggie, out of his league. She's so out of his league. She's been one of my favorite women this season. Yeah. And not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but she was the only one that I felt had any self-confidence after she was cut
0: yeah. in her interview. She was like, basically like, mm, well, that was fun. Yep. I Yeah, he didn't see the love I have to give, and I still had a good time, so I guess I'll just
1: move on. Well, I guess I'm going home now, but staying in that mansion for the last few weeks is pretty cool. Yeah. And I was like, Yes, Maggie.
0: That's the truth. You, of
1: it. you yes. obviously
0: didn't form like a deep, meaningful connection with this guy you spent maybe an hour with
1: I don't even think she was there to do that. <laughs> and I and I applaud her for that. Yeah. I think Maggie was just out for a cool experience. She had a good attitude the whole time. She just had fun. I mean remember first of all,
0: like imagine rolling up to another country.
1: Yeah. You show yeah. up,
0: you're like, Okay, I'm here to get a degree. I'm gonna be smarter than everyone I meet here. And then I'm also going to become mildly famous for a short period of time by doing a reality show. Like I can't imagine myself rolling into Ethiopia and doing it and doing a, a reality show there. But she just she just has that level of like She went for it. I can it. do it. And you know what's funny? Matt never
1: made that assessment. Nope. He never Took the time to understand what that meant about Maggie's character.
0: I don't know that he's really, which might have been a really anybody's... attractive
1: cop. Exact, exactly. Which you know, few people do on this show, but I'm just trying to point out how easy that was for you to do in you yeah. know ten seconds, yeah, and how it true. never happens.
0: That's true. I mean, that is generally the difference between, um, women and men. <laughs> I will say I hate to like be that binary, but. That's something I often see.
1: Yeah. The so, other thing I noticed about Matt is that he's very into describing, he's very good at characterizing how the women make him feel. Yeah. But he doesn't necessarily describe qualities that he likes about them as a person.
0: I agree. I agree. And he says the same like catchwords for each one of them, so I can't even tell the difference, like I mean, I just feel like he's spoken the same exact things to each one. Like, he has. Oh, he just, is like a broken record. Yeah, he's like, I value your vulnerability. Oh, I really like that about you. Oh, that's, you know, that's awesome. Is He like just says really kind of like he, empty words.
1: Yes. That's the Source. best way to describe it.
0: Yeah, it's the absolute worst. Well, let's start so off. So let's get the into it. App. Yeah, okay. So we start off by seeing the end of the mj jasenia battle which last week we saw essentially the the conversation was that mj has clearly been a mean girl of the house for yep. the entire time yep. and she acted like she was glad the other mean girls went home because that meant it was over and jasenia basically called her out and was like that's not true you're still here so there's still plenty of mean girls around
1: that's right <laughs> that's the cry and so and so this week we got the meat of the drama, mm-hmm. the big showdown, the
0: absolute big showdown.
1: This <laughs> and looks it was so, juicy.
0: This looked so bad for MJ.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, MJ is a dangerous woman. Yes, and let me tell you why. I'm even listening. though I think you already know why, mm-hmm. her dishonesty was very calculated Mm -hmm. and she doubled down on her dishonesty, even when faced with facts that she knew were true, but she continued to double down. And then her response to being attacked is to attack the person or thing that's exposing her, which was Yesenia in this case. But what makes her dangerous, I mean, that's not, those aren't the most shining qualities that you want to have, No. but what makes her especially dangerous was the way that she completely turned to a different person when she was with Matt. Yes. And yes. she was innocent and she was, you know, with her tagline, You Know My Heart. Mm-hmm. My heart is so pure. It's so innocent. It's so I'm a, genuine. Just love
0: and harmony, peace and harmony.
1: Right. And what I noticed was that Matt, I think Matt sniffed her out. Two things. I think Matt sniffed out her facade of innocence. Yeah. But I also think he was afraid to confront her directly about what he had been hearing that was going on. I'm sure
0: she's mildly terrifying.
1: Exactly. Which, um, you know, as much as he said, I like being around you, he probably is very attracted to her, right? I think he felt like, oh, this woman would eat me alive because I can't even look her in the eye right now.
0: Right. (laughs) You know? She had, I mean, we've talked about this with so many of these other mean girls, but she was the absolute epitome of weaponized white lady tears that I've seen this whole season. I was like, oh, we've reached the pinnacle. We talked about this many, many times. And she has now demonstrated textbook what it looks like for her to flip that story and be like, I feel like I'm being attacked and this is against me. Ooh, it was hard right. to watch.
1: It was. And what I appreciated about Yesenia is that she remained very poised.
0: She did. And when she called her Meredith, I like screamed at my TV. I was like, no, get was go ahead, get her. That was great. Go get her, Yesenia. That was
1: great. And MJ was like, oh, nice.
0: No, oh, nice. Oh, so you know my real name. <laughs> when but she you can said. See- I'm sorry. When MJ said. Go ahead. I've never, like, I've never felt more vulnerable in my life. Yes, I was like. Yuck. Bleh. Yuck. Your life has been so privileged this thus far that you've just never had to be vulnerable at all. So the time when you're lying through your teeth to save your own skin is the most vulnerable you've ever been. That does not right. bode well for your character.
1: No, not at all. And... That display of vulnerability, which was really just her trying to save her own ass, I think is, you know, what Matt eventually saw through. I wonder if the producers edited it because I was like, why isn't he asking her exactly what he heard? Like, why isn't he saying, I heard you said this, I heard you said this. And I wonder if that part got edited out.
0: Maybe, maybe. I mean, it's hard to keep track of all that drama, probably. If you're not directly experiencing it. Or maybe he just uh, wanted to see if she would admit to it.
1: Yeah. But again, as he smiled in her face, I was like, oh, he's afraid of her.
0: Yeah. He did did look scared of her. I mean, he even walked her out when, really, I think he was just ready to say, bye-bye. He was like, can I I walk you out? She's like, I guess. Cowering. (laughs) She said, I really do want the best for you. I mean... I will be so curious when she comes to the women tell-all, and she is confronted with the clips of her saying, some of us are varsity squad and some are JV. Oh, yeah. And then her actively denying that and calling Jesenia toxic. Like, is she going to double down? Or... Yeah. You know what I bet she does? This is my estimation. What? I bet she doesn't deny it. Okay. I bet she doesn't apologize. I bet okay. what she does is she goes, it's been so hard because people are so mean on the internet and they don't even, mm-hmm. like, they don't know me. And, like, the show is going to show you what they want to show you. Like, you're right. edited a certain way and, like, people don't actually know me. And they've, so I've just been <laughs> nothing but attacked since I left. And, like, right. I made a mistake maybe, but I'm a good person. That's the tactic I bet she takes. Mark... My flippin' words. She's gonna take the victim role. She's gonna blame America yeah. for not yeah. liking her.
1: Yeah, she's definitely gonna dance around it in that way. And she's also going to say something along the lines of, well, I'm sorry if you felt that way. Yeah, I'm sorry if you <laughs> felt like I was doing X. Yep. And that's gonna be her apology.
0: Yep, that sounds about right. This all sounds like it's MJ's character. So... Anyway, uh, the women are all sitting around waiting to see what happens. They see MJ's stuff leave, and then they get told by Chris Harrison that there's no cocktail party, and they just all start to melt, absolutely melt down.
1: <laughs> Time whole, out. Can this we back whole up episode a was moment? A meltdown.
0: Yeah, let's back up a moment.
1: Um, I just want to ask you if you looked, if you got a close look at the suitcase remover. <laughs> Not like this person... week. Not this and week. And I'm, and I was really asking myself, is that Victoria in a black mask?
0: <laughs> she works for them now. She's like always been on the crew, and they had her just step in as a character for a few weeks. <laughs> I think it's her. <laughs> okay, okay. She's just there spying, and she's gonna show up like, like in hometowns week.
1: Which would be just. A perfect way to remain a part of this season—to
0: <laughs> be the bad girl,
1: <laughs> exactly. But no, you're right. The women melt down. They, oh my,
0: and I would too. And this part of the season, this always happens, right? The people who haven't gotten a one-on-one start to realize that they are probably not going to stick around much longer, and the people who have got a one-on-one start to have a hard time with him liking other women. Yep. Yeah. It's about right for episode six to be the the meltdown of the women.
1: This is the right time for all of those reactions. And Chris Hansen (laughs) knows that when he comes in, you know, they're sitting around on their best behavior now because nobody wants to be a bully. (laughs) And um, he tells them that there will be no cocktail party Mm -hmm. as Matt James is exhausted You had to
0: have one too many conversations today.
1: Exactly. And immediately, I'm like, somebody's going to turn on somebody in three, two, one, and immediately Serena P
0: turns to Katie
1: and, Serena C, excuse me, turns to Katie and says, well, you know, this is all your fault. I
0: know, exactly. And Serena, again, like MJ, is going to come out of this looking so stupid. Definitely. So stupid. And I just I mean we'll talk about this later but it it is the bane of my existence that Serena C stayed longer than Katie. That makes me so sad.
1: Yeah. I I I understand.
0: Yeah. It's one of the moments where it's like, well Matt doesn't care about Serena C at all. So he's happy to no. he's happy to give Katie the out and help her look good early on rather than dragging her along and he couldn't care less if he strings along Serena C.
1: No, I hear you. I don't have incredibly um, strong attachments to anyone on the show, but Serena C. is definitely a bully. She's just a sour apple.
0: Yeah, she's always got that look of, like, it smells in here.
1: <laughs> she does. <laughs> and she's just mean and kind yes. of attacks people for no good reason. Yep. So,
0: yep. So after the MJ thing, we saw the rose ceremony. He gave out roses, so Ryan... Oh, but, but wait, before this, Ryan and Michelle go outside and scream, which was my favorite part of the episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: That was really sweet.
0: That was so sweet because Michelle was, like, trying to calm Ryan down, who was having a full-blown panic attack.
1: It was very healthy. That was yeah. a healthy outlet for the anxiety.
0: Like, just go out into the Nemecal and and scream your guts out.
1: And they did it together. Yep. Which is kind of a vulnerable thing to do. Talk, uh-huh. Speaking of vulnerability.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um.
1: So we had... And then... Go ahead. Somebody mentioned, and I have to get this quote in, after the time was taken away, I have never been this scared or anxious in my entire life.
0: <laughs> There's still, <laughs> uh, just imagine I... <laughs> what a rosy life these folks have lived.
1: And I, I wanted to write who that was a quote from, but all I could write was unknown because I, I, I don't think remember it. Might who been... it might have been,
0: oh geez, I hope it wasn't Ryan, but Ryan was really losing her mind. It might have been Ryan. Yeah. Well, so going into the rose ceremony, Jasenia, Rachel, Abigail, and Kit have roses, and then he gives roses to Serena P, Michelle, Piper, Bree, Bree, who I forget exists, but he went on a date with and really likes her. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Chelsea, Katie, and then finally Serena C. So he kept Serena C. and sent home Ryan, who is like gorgeous and seems yeah. super nice. Maggie, who we obviously love, and then shocker of all shockers, Brittany. I know. I feel so bad for Brittany, because her whole storyline was everyone thought she was a, a, a escort. She was there That's for, right. like, two episodes.
1: That's right.
0: And the whole drama was around whether or not she was an escort. She really didn't get to talk much. We never learned anything else about her, and then she went home. I mean,
1: it might have ruined her life. Her decision to do the show hundred percent, may have ruined her life, and... That's what happens when you go on the bachelor.
0: Yeah. I feel like I want to say justice for Britney, you know?
1: <laughs> Please don't.
0: She deserves better.
1: <laughs> she'll be she'll be okay.
0: Okay, I'll take it back. <laughs> well, she'll be fine. She's 23.
1: She'll she'll move on. Yeah. But yeah, those choices were interesting. Um I just thought about maybe his strategy is, you know, he might have liked Ryan more than somebody like Serena C, but maybe he's trying to cut people in, um, based on who's going to be easier to cut in the future.
0: I agree. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yep.
1: So he's like, well, Serena, see, not really any huge attachments to her. So I'm going to keep her around so that it's easier for me in the future.
0: I think at the end they were probably like, okay, so between these four women, who do you want to keep? And he was like, "Uh, none of them. Do I have to keep any certain one or? (laughs) Yeah. The producers were like, well, we like this one for drama. Okay.
1: And he's like, Iroh. Yep. But I have a question for you, though. Yeah. When do you think they do those interviews? Um, the interviews, like, during the rose ceremony where they're all crying and they're all nervous about whether or not they're going to get a rose. Do you so, know what I mean?
0: I think that normally... Okay, so I feel like there's a reason this takes well into the night, into the morning, right?
1: hmm And it mm-hmm. must be
0: because they're... Normally they do the cocktail party, and while they're doing the cocktail party, they, they do some in their moment interviews then. And then okay, yeah. when Chris was like, okay, so we're just going to go straight to the rose ceremony. But then they don't. They don't actually go straight to it. They cut to the next shot and we see them all standing on the risers. But I wonder if in between when they're allegedly about to go straight to it and then they go into it. They do. That's like some, when they do the
1: interviews. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like the the emotion is so raw during those interviews. I'm yes. wondering they obviously weren't done after the fact right but yeah i think that makes sense that they probably get them done and it probably takes a few hours
0: oh god yeah they're probably like at 10 o'clock okay we're gonna do the rose ceremony and then they started at one
1: yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: what a night i would hate that schedule i need to go to sleep
1: yeah i just be like cut me
0: cut you know what just cut me just take me i i'm sure you're nice but i don't want to get to know you
1: <laughs> that stretch limo looks really comfy right now yes
0: it does <laughs> or my Nemicolon room.
1: That's right. I'm sure those
0: rooms are really nice. Yeah. Um all right, so there was some more Serena C and Katie drama that took place. Honestly my show sure was. My notes on it were kind of sparse. The main thing that I thought was like so bizarre <laughs> about it was how to me it was like so it's so clear that Katie has gone to therapy. Mm. And Serena has not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's probably an accurate assessment.
0: That's like what I took away from the whole thing is that she is is so far behind in her emotional development that she can't even have a conversation with Katie about this. No,
1: but even so, I wanted a little bit more from Katie in terms of restraint
0: because at first
1: she was very calm. She was very dismissive and rightfully so. But then, I don't remember what Serena C said, but it did get under her skin, and then Katie clapped back. Which, okay, clap back, do what you got to do. But also, I liked the way that she was just blowing her off
0: for the first half
1: of the confrontation.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I thought for a second, she was a little out of pocket. Like, okay, Katie, pull it back a little bit. But also, she's probably exhausted.
1: Yeah, for sure. Of dealing with this
0: stuff and like these and women, and then Serena, she thought it was over, and then Serena comes after her,
1: and then comes knocking on your door when you get your one moment to rest.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I loved how she ended the conversation. Well, first of all, she said something great, which is you were being like she said to Serena, you were being so insecure last night, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's a great com- comment because it's true, <laughs> and it's yeah. not like a degradation of her person she's just saying you were being really insecure and that's where that conversation came from you
1: acted that way Mm -hmm. yeah and that's the difference between somebody who's done work um around self-awareness and like dealing with confrontation and conflict and somebody who hasn't even though katie probably despises serena c she was able to separate serena c as a person from serena c's actions right where serena c was just like you're here for the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah. Basically, you're a fraud. I feel like she just didn't want to say what she actually thinks, which is, I'm pissed at you because you're a snitch. She said that.
1: In other words. In
0: other words, yeah, exactly. Like, what she was actually arguing was not anything about Katie not liking Matt. She was just like, ugh, you're a snitch. Stop telling on me. Mm -hmm. It's ruining my time here.
1: It was, yeah, and that... Sentiment was couched in, you're not here for the right reasons. That's right. why I'm angry with you.
0: Right.
1: And she was like, Katie was like, what evidence do you have to support that?
0: Right. You're just saying it. Yeah. Um, but she ended it in my favorite way, which is saying, she said, thank you for your feedback.
1: I know. I liked that a lot. And then she walked away. But I'm just thinking one thing before you continue. What? Can you imagine laying around for weeks just thinking about sleeping with somebody who you can't hang out with but you know if you're lucky for 3 hours one time or otherwise you hang out with that person for 30 minutes with 19 other people yeah but all you do is like lay around and you imagine yourself with that person
0: yeah you like, be that's why these people are, are the losing
1: end? Can you imagine? That's I why these women so are broken. losing it cuz yes. they're like I don't even get to see him?
0: Right. <laughs> and I can't read a book. I can't watch a movie. I can't look at my phone. It's crazy. I have nothing to distract me from the fact that I'm pining for this person who doesn't even know I exist. It's
1: it's a pretty genius setup in terms I know. of Getting people I mean, to lose their stuff.
0: I think the person who is actually holding it together really well, considering, is Abigail. Oh, yeah. she got... I mean, getting that first impression rose, normally the person with the first impression rose is often in the top three. And a lot of times they win. Oh. A lot of times. Like, that first impression rose is usually an indicator that you're going to go far and... I mean, the whole point is he said to her, I like you. And out of everyone here, I feel like I connected with you the most. And then he just ignored her Mm -hmm. for five, six weeks. Well, he grew romantic relationships with other women around her. And she's holding it together pretty well considering that circumstance. I feel like I would have sent myself home by now if I was her. Like, oh, you lied. You don't actually like me. You're not even going to give me a chance. And yeah. because of that, I actually don't like you that much. So I'm going to head out.
1: Mhm. Yeah, she is holding it well. She's holding it together exceptionally well. We haven't really heard much from her.
0: Right. She She's been just, really quiet. I mean, this week we saw her feeling really sad about not getting the mm-hmm. one-on-ones and him mm-hmm. spending about 20 seconds of absolute like bare minimum trying to reassure <laughs> her and her just accepting it.
1: They
0: all do. I know. You know what is the worst part, I think? Actually, I've never really vocalized this before, but I think the worst part about all of this is that not only are you pining for this one guy and he's all you can think about, but you also can't, like, vent about him to the women, Mm -mm. which is important. In the first few months of a relationship, it's important to check in with your friends and be like, I don't know, does this Mm -hmm. seem normal? Am I reading this wrong? But you can't even say... Like, I'm having doubts about whether or not I should stay because it feels like he's not being mutual with me. Because then someone will be like, oh, she said she doesn't want to be here. Well, then she should get out. And I'm going to tell Matt. And it's like, you can't even have your regular doubts. Yeah. You have to go into an engagement without being able to ever verbalize any doubts to anybody. And that I know is it. bad news.
1: Yeah, it's pretty unhealthy. Mm -hmm. You should be able to check in with somebody. And if you were that person to vent to a girlfriend or one of the other women about, you know, a doubt you have about the person, you're going to get the most effective bachelor, bachelorette insult hurled at you. Do you know what that is?
0: You're here for the wrong reasons.
1: (laughs) That's the one.
0: That's the one.
1: And nobody... Wants to be labeled there for the wrong reasons.
0: And I don't know if anyone feels confident enough to send themselves home because they're like, what if I'm misreading the signals? Because they don't have their girlfriends to be like, hey, you're not misreading the signals. Like, if I was friends with Chelsea right now, I'd be like, Chelsea, you should probably take yourself off the show. You're too good for him. It's not going to happen. It's... You're, you don't need to stick around and let him drag you around and keep you on I the know. back burner. Same with Abigail. I'd be like, it's time for you guys to go. But right. they don't have anyone there just saying that.
1: Mm-mm. And on the contrary, on the contrary, they probably have people there, <clears throat> if they are getting any type of feedback, it's the producers or the other women, people are giving them the opposite feedback. Exactly.
0: Like, That really meant
1: something when he brought your magnolia. Right,
0: Right. your orchid or whatever. Yes. (laughs) Whatever it was. Exactly. It really, oh, you know, maybe you should just fight harder for time. It makes it feel like, oh, it's your fault
1: Mm -hmm. that he's Mm -hmm. not noticing you. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, brutal. You know what? On that thought, let's take a short break, and we'll be right back for more drama. one-on-one dates uh let's start with piper okay who is so cute is she not just so cute
1: she's cute she has a youthful optimism about her
0: she's just like seems like a fun hang
1: (laughs) yeah she she's a bubbly person um, I told you that I feel like Piper has watched a lot of rom-coms.
0: Yes, a hundred percent.
1: She's very often saying lines that I feel come in the cheesiest moment of rom-coms. But I like Piper. I think she's just very excited to be part of this process, and I think that she's really into Matt. Totally. And she's expressive, right? She like lets him know. She's straight a real, up.
0: She's the Reese Witherspoon of this show. <laughs> she is oh my god she's so cute and i i feel like the matt likes her but then also at the end of the one-on-one at the end of their date when she said i'm falling for you and he just did not say it back after seeing him say it back to rachel it was like mm-hmm. such a bad sign Such yes a definitely
1: bad sign. Mm-hmm. it was a bad sign i think we all heard crickets And I think that's, like, the first time I've seen Matt not just give a woman what she was looking for. Yep. Right? Yep. He basically thanked her.
0: Yep. He's like, like, I appreciate that, yeah.
1: The response none of us want to hear when we confess our love to somebody.
0: And then when they were dancing to Tarantula Rose or whatever... (laughs)
1: Temecula Road, Hannah.
0: What does Temecula mean? Is that something I should know?
1: I had the same thought process as I was watching. I was like, Temecula Road is there after dinner in my notes. And then I wrote, Temecula Road? <laughs> because we were, we were all supposed to be <laughs> excited about the fact that they had gotten Temecula Road to play Wait, for them.
0: But who is, te- what is the word Temecula? Is that a place?
1: It's probably the road where they all hail from back in their hometown. Who knows? That's
0: true. I thought it said tarantula, so I was really excited for it. (laughs) And then it was like some really soft country, and I got less excited.
1: Oh my goodness. I just laughed when Matt was like, and then. Temecula Road starts to play. I know,
0: I know, I know. It's so cheesy when the leads are forced to say that. I'm like, oh, like I'll do better.
1: You know none of us know who that is, right? No,
0: right. We were really we're all Googling it or like looking on Twitter to find out. Um I also noticed during that Tarantula Rogue performance, he was like facing away from Piper, or his face was always turned away from her. He was like Looking off into space, like did he just not have the guts to tell her he wasn't there with her, or mm. what? Like, why didn't he send her home if he wasn't interested in pursuing it?
1: I don't know, but now that you're saying that, I feel like he has his sight set on somebody else.
0: Yes, Rachel, and I now he's,
1: he's, he's just, just down. shut down or Michelle. Yeah, I think I he hope really it's likes Michelle. Her. We'll see. Yeah, but the point is. He has already shut down his desire to, like, pursue other relationships and get to know other women. It seems like it. Um, But he did say, as he was describing that romantic scene, I'm looking at Piper, she's looking at me, and everything feels right.
0: Right. But it's more like, Piper's looking at me, I'm looking at Tarantula Rogue. (laughs) And I wish I wasn't here right now.
1: (laughs) But I have to do this because I am The Bachelor.
0: Yep. I have to stay till at least 2 a.m. It just struck me because it was one of those very
1: empty lines once again. I'm looking at her. She's looking at me and everything feels right. Okay.
0: (laughs) But you know who would have loved that line is Piper... Piper. She loves those rom-com lines.
1: She really does. He probably said that to her, too. Yes, I hope he did.
0: I hope he did. I hope she's the a The other thing about this...
1: <laughs> I want that t-shirt. Yeah,
0: <laughs> That says, I'm looking at Piper, she's looking yes. at me.
1: <laughs> yes. Only if it says, I'm looking at Piper. <laughs> um, the other thing about this date was during the daytime portion of it, when they got their own... Carnival setup. Oh
0: my god, compared to Tasha's carnival. My mind was, was blown. First of all, that was I such was a like, great date.
1: This is cool.
0: Yes, it was. That's cool. a cool
1: date. Yes. I was like, I would love to do that. Me too. First of all. Me too. Second of all, I just kept thinking about how they've saved so much money in the past few seasons because of COVID.
0: I know. That they so can true. set up
1: a full carnival for two people, including all the prizes. Yep. The snacks. Like, what?
0: Knowing that the, none of the prizes will be used except for that one monster.
1: Knowing that it will generate no money.
0: Right. I was like, this is in comparison to Tasha's carnival with Brendan. Oh, my gosh. Where there gosh. was like, paper signs and little like a little basketball Ugh. hoop. Oh my, I feel so bad for Tasha.:
1: Taisha was probably livid last night.
0: Right. I mean, they couldn't even get a real taxi for Taisha to even just use a real taxi. They had to Don't use a get paper me st- one.
1: Don't get me started on that hot day, that the hottest day of the year <laughs> when they had Taisha carry around that heavy fake vehicle.
0: And eat like California bagels. Which you know aren't good.
1: No, I know. God. She definitely anyway, got the short end of the stick.
0: Yeah, Piper got Piper got the good end of that stick for sure. She got the best carnival I've ever seen because there were no lines. It would be so fun. I would love to be at a carnival with no other people around. It's a uh, dream. Could you? Ugh. It's a dream. Whoever's listening right now. Yeah, whoever's listening. My birthday is coming up and... I, <laughs> Jay just had their birthday last week, so... You
1: know you know how to treat us now.
0: Yes. Rent a whole carnival. Nothing less. And stock
1: it with prizes yes. as well. Yes.
0: <laughs> we'll, we're only going to choose one, but I want it stocked. Um, okay, so I, I know that the bullet, the date came first, but let's the group date came first. So let's just talk yeah. about Katie's one-on-one. Okay. Since that was the other one-on-one that happened. So... Katie's one-on-one starts, and I just absolutely knew it was over for her.
1: You did right away. I,
0: the moment that he said, we're going to prank my friend Tyler, I mm. was like, oh, so this is the friend date. Mm. This is just like how easy went on that date last um, season with Tasha that was like a haunted house. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he brought her along because she's a good time girl she has fun she's easy to hang with not because he was trying to get to know her
1: not because she's wifey material
0: right 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 i mean the whole okay. date was centered around his friend
1: i know i guess i didn't pick up on that right away and i should have i actually believed matt a little bit when he said hey, I just want a woman who can have a good time and who has a good sense of humor. Like, that's attractive to me.
0: Well, he so probably I thought, believes that, but is that what he thinks about Katie? I don't think so.
1: Yeah. And you're right. The whole date was centered around Tyler C. and his half-naked body.
0: And, like, him being sexually assaulted by an actor. <laughs> it
1: was... Yes.
0: That was so oh. <laughs> inappropriate. I couldn't... I was like, what... Is you know I hate it when contestants come on the show, women and kiss the male lead. This is like that. If this was like I'm not saying, um, oh, flip the table and like flip the cards and it would be considered assault. Like I'm not saying that I realize there's a difference between uh like women's power and men's power inherently over their bodies. Mm -hmm. But everybody, no matter Mm -hmm. who, should have the ability to consent to being touched. Yeah. In every way, and and in particular, in their sensitive areas like their nipples. And I was like, I can't believe she is doing that. That is a nightmare. I think that's a nightmare. That is a nightmare I've had where I'm like stuck in a massage table and someone does something inappropriate. And I don't know what to do because you're like trapped and you're like in an agreement with this person that you aren't sure where it ends. You know what I'm saying? It's gross.
1: Yeah, it's really gross to think about. I don't know why, but I think I blocked out the part where they played with his nipples. Oh. You, you bringing that up reminds me of that part of the prank Right. where they asked the actor to rub his nipples and then to pinch them. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't know why Tyler C didn't say anything. It's not on him to say something, but I would have been out of there.
0: Well, the whole premise of the prank sort of leads them that direction, doesn't it? What other kind of things would you do if you were messing with somebody in a massage prank? It's yeah, a really it physically to, intimate setting. It has to like, cross. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has to cross a line. I mean, I think it was funny when she talked on the phone to somebody and pretended like she was like, yeah. Oh my God, he's here. But it's just, I mean, if I was on, the, on a massage table and someone was talking about how, They thought I was super hot. And then they were putting their hands on me. I would be like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I hope they gave him some warning about that. I
1: think odds are they probably did.
0: I hope so. Because, I mean, it certainly, it made me so uncomfortable.
1: You know I'm of the school of thought that this entire thing is scripted. Slash staged. To some degree. So I'm sure that they let him in on a li- like some aspect that this was going to be light and playful. I don't know, you I know, hope if so. they. T-
0: I but and I, I was surprised that Katie because Katie is really sex positive, and I part of being sex positive is also being consent positive. Yeah, and I was surprised that she was like doing that. I mean, of course, she was just going along for the ride. But right. I was like, hey, this isn't your body. It's not even your friend.
1: I know. It's someone that but you I- just met. <laughs> But are we giving Katie a little bit too much credit for her sex positivity just because she brought the cactus size vibrator?
0: We could be. I mean, sure. she's talked about it. And she also was like really affirming with Britney's thing and making sure that, you know. It yeah,
1: you're true. You're you right. Know. That's true. Um, I guess it's all about perspective, right? In a sea of women who are 21 years old and... You know, their main focus in life is to gain Instagram followers and marry the bachelor. (laughs) Um, Katie comes off as a very sex positive individual. Yeah. You know, based on the two examples you just gave. But I think last night showed us that, you know, either she had a moment of weakness just because she didn't want to disappoint Matt on the date. Or she's really not that sex positive. In the first place.
0: It's a little confusing. I hope that she grows from that and sees it. Because if I saw myself doing that. Like I said, I I can relate to Katie. Because I too feel like I get caught up in things. Yeah. And that's why I try to surround myself with really great people. Positive people Mm in a positive environment. Mm -hmm. Where I can get caught up in positive things. But I know know I've gone too far for a joke. Because I'm a comedian and I think it's funny. And I'll just get caught up. So I can relate to that. I might have gotten caught up in the moment the same way. And if I saw it in retrospect, I would be like, that's mortifying. I need to say something. (laughs) So I hope that she also feels that same way. Like mistakes happen. And also she should be, based on what we've seen of her, adult enough, self-aware enough to be like, oops, that went too far. I'm really sorry, Tyler. That shouldn't have happened that way.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine The situation, how it would have played out had she been like, no, I'm not going to do that.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. It's right. Exactly. Plus, she's on the show. So it's not even just the pressure of the date. It's the pressure of the show.
1: Exactly.
0: It's a lot. Um, And they're saying, oh, this is fine. We know Tyler. You know, we've known Mm -hmm. him for so long. It's fine. So then you would just start to think, oh, I guess it's fine.
1: Yeah. it's just a lot going on.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Well, and then we see her leave after all that. She is sent home. She is sent packing. I definitely saw it coming. Were you surprised?
1: I was surprised to be honest. I was as surprised as Katie. Okay. I wasn't as surprised as Katie. (laughs) I felt like when I saw them meet each other for the dinner date and I kind of watched their body language, I was like, Oh, he is really giving her a buddy vibe with mm-hmm. his the way that he's um interacting with her physically mm-hmm. and just looking at Katie, she's a beautiful person you know she's but she's not matt James's type no she's because she's not striking quote unquote like right. you can tell now based on his choices and who he's really clinged to at this point that Katie probably gives him the girl next door vibe. And that at that point, when I was kind of thinking through that at the beginning of the dinner date, I was like, okay, I don't think he's that as attracted to her as he is to the other women.
0: Right.
1: Some of the other women, but I didn't think he would be sending her home that evening.
0: mm. Well, it's also partially because this is the time of the season where that happens. Mm. This is a, the right time where they always do a one-on-one where someone goes home. So if yeah. it wasn't Piper, it had to be Katie. You know what I'm saying? So the the structure of the show gives some of those things away as soon as it started. Right. And as soon as Piper didn't uh, get sent home and then they called Katie's name for the one-on-one, I was like, uh-oh, Katie's done Yeah. And then I saw right. the tone of the date and I was like, this is a classic bachelor buddy date. And, you know, all the, all signs pointed to bye-bye.
1: The bachelor buddy date. <laughs> That's a whole spin-off episode.
0: Yep. There's always itself. one. There's always one where they're just like, they want to give this person specifically a better send off. Sort of like they like them enough to go on a real date. But they know that they're not going to stick around. So they choose a date that's not very intimate. Yikes. Doesn't require a lot of touching. Doesn't require a lot of eye contact.
1: And that's exactly what happened. Um, Mm -hmm. And as Matt James explained why Katie had to go, Mm -hmm. he said, the feelings just aren't there. So I think that's the most honest we saw him.
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: This episode. But Katie was blindsided. Classic,
0: classic Bachelor term. Blindsided.
1: Wow, she didn't see that. And you know, like I said, I didn't quite see it coming either. You know. And tell me why, Hannah, they pick up the rose before they dump it's them. It's so
0: brutal. It's so tell brutal. Me why. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Explain it, it
1: to me. They, they pick up require, the rose. They
0: must say you got to do it for the shot.
1: I just. I was so angry at that. It's so They pick brutal. up the rose. They look into their eyes. They tell them everything they like about them.
0: And then they, and they say, but.
1: "But I don't want to date you anymore."
0: I know it's hard. I can. Cannot... And then she just is like, she goes, "Her face was okay. like, yeah." She just looked down and said, "Okay." I was like, "Oh, jeez." <laughs> brutal. It's hard to be rejected in that way. And then on TV, you have to think about a lot of things. You're like, okay, I can't say anything. I just need to be quiet.
1: Just, you know, I would just be quiet, say my quick goodbye, get in the limo. Do not cry. Do not spill your guts in the limo. No. Which I know the producers poke and prod in there Mm
0: -hmm. because you've
1: seen exit interviews where people have been like, I don't want to talk about it. Just leave me alone. And that's all all they could get from them. That would be me.
0: Yeah. I would be like, you know what? It's fine. I'm moving on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I actually have a date tonight.
0: Right. I'm like, I need to get home. I'm exhausted. <laughs> um, yeah, but she's gone. I do hear there's a lot of rumors going around and I'm, I'm spoiler free, but these are like heavy, hot rumors fly in that Katie will be the next bachelorette.
1: What? You can saying that for a minute.
0: Yeah. Which I would love. I have been pro Katie as a bachelorette. I, I mean, Abigail, I think would be a good bachelorette too, but mm-hmm. I almost think she's too sweet and she doesn't yeah. really say what she needs. And that's like mm. part of the reason why it wouldn't work. She's so sweet, and she just can't say to Matt like, "You're stringing me along."
1: I know. Well, who has ever said that in the history of the show?
0: No, I know you're about to name that. like three no, people. No, but I because you're a bachelor
1: encyclopedia,
0: right? No, women have sent themselves home for sure. And they yeah, have said it just doesn't feel like it's going anywhere, or yeah. like, it doesn't feel like it's me. Or this isn't right for me, you're not right for me. Like Ari had a woman send herself home whose name I can't, can't quite remember, but she was great. She was awesome. I'm glad she mm-hmm. sent herself home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, he really liked her too. Good. So Colton had someone send, him, send herself home. Her name, I want to say, was Lacey from New York.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Excellent memory.
0: Thank you. You
1: have a bachelor bachelorette memory, like my memory for the real world road rules or any iteration of the two.
0: Did you watch, Do you watch the challenge, girl? Sorry. Do
1: I? Do I? <laughs> I have you been watching the new season?
0: No, I I oh actually personally have never. I haven't watched the challenge oh for like a decade.
1: Well, it's the same people. That you would have seen on the show a decade ago.
0: Okay, that's what I've heard.
1: And can you imagine a decade's worth of drama
0: <laughs> it's a good
1: and thing. grievances and issues that haven't been resolved? It's good stuff.
0: So I'm personally excited and hope that Katie ends up as the Bachelorette. I think I would enjoy that season. I mean, there's plenty of other women on the show who would be great probably, but the reality is we just haven't seen them.
1: I know. I don't know, Hannah. I've had such a hard time with the season. Yeah, with everybody on it. But I just don't know if I can enjoy the show anymore. <gasps> Not at all? I don't know. Only time will tell.
0: Oh, God. I'm just hoping that Katie's season would be like another Caitlin Bristow, and Caitlin Bristow is easily my favorite Bachelorette. The way
1: that that statement genuinely stressed you out <laughs> is going to make my entire day.
0: I'm well. What if we can't talk about it anymore because <laughs> you
1: stop watching the show? You know no. what? Because I love you so much, I hope Katie becomes the next Bachelorette as Thank well. Thank you.
0: I appreciate that. <laughs> At this point, it's like none of the other women on the show. I even I don't even know them well enough to choose them. I know. And I hope Honestly. Michelle makes it further. Although she'd be a great bachelorette. I hope she makes it so far that we don't have to see that. True. Because she ends up as, you know, the winner. That'd be the ideal situation. It
1: really would. I want her to win because I want to see Michelle win.
0: Yes, me too. In life and everything else. Yes,
1: the Michelles of the world, I want them to win. But again, we've said this before. Matt James does not deserve a Michelle.
0: And is that what we want for Michelle? Do we want um, Michelle moving to L.A., having to live with Matt James and Tyler Cameron (laughs) (laughs) or New York or whatever, and she's, like, living the life of an influencer? Is that what we want for Michelle? I don't know. Is that what Michelle wants
1: for herself?
0: Right. I feel like she probably wants to keep excelling with her students and – being like an exceptional teacher, and I don't know—is that does she really want to end up in in New York or LA, like shilling her image for cash?
1: She could teach out there too.
0: She could, she could. All right. Well, anyway, let's okay. move on. Let's move on to the to the bowling date, um, and then we'll sure. just end by talking about the tragedy that is Heather. <laughs> so, um, okay. So this bowling date basically is we could su- we could sum it up as. All the women are super stressed out. So they let them go bowling and blow off a little steam. Yeah. But instead of actually allowing them to blow off steam, they then introduce the idea that only some of them will get time with him.
1: Yeah.
0: They force them to compete. Some of them are very sad. Some of them are very happy. Then they force them to go back together. So then all of them are very unhappy.
1: <laughs> and then... Oh, I think this is what you just said. But they make the winners feel as if they are safe in terms of how much time they'll get. Yep. And then they present them with another surprise, which is the losers will be joining you on the date, and you'll get the normal amount of time that you always get when there's 12 people on the date. Which is
0: 15 minutes. Yep. If that. If that. And also, we're not even going to show on TV the other women getting their time. We're only going to show the winners anyway, so why did we do this?
1: I don't know. For the drama, for the anxiety that it evokes.
0: Yeah. I kind of wonder if, I think if Chelsea doesn't get a one-on-one next week, I hope she sends herself home.
1: I wrote in my notes, I can't wait for Chelsea to realize she's more fabulous than all of this.
0: Right. I agree. I agree. I mean, who's left that has not gotten a one-on-one? Let's look at the list.
1: Okay. We have... I'm sure you have a list.
0: Uh, yeah, we do. So, Serena C. has not gotten a one-on-one.
1: Okay, I'm okay che- with that.
0: Yeah. Chelsea.
1: Mm-hmm. Abigail. Abigail. And Jasenia. <sighs> well, it's like... You know, Abigail's at least gotten that group—the first impression rose, so she mm-hmm. got some validation, even if it was eons ago, as mm-hmm. my mother would say. Um, you know, I just—I feel for Chelsea. Like I've said, on one hand, I'm like Chelsea, don't do it. Are you on TikTok, Hannah? Yes. Don't do it, girl. <laughs>
0: I'm not. I'm gonna not going. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I did it. I
1: did it. That's Chelsea. Like I know. Don't put yourself in this situation. Um, You're not. You won't win. No. You can't win, Mm
0: -mm.
1: as Michael Jackson said in The Wiz. And (laughs) I just feel like there's so much going on, right? Okay, so thinking about the group date and the fact that, okay, so when the other women showed up, the losers, Michelle had already gotten her time. Thankfully, because her time wasn't cut into. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking about, um, you know, colorism Yep, and how somebody like Michelle is much more likely to win in a competition like this or to get further in a competition like this um, than somebody like Chelsea. Sure. Based on the fact that she's light skin, Chelsea's darker skin and Chelsea, you know, We've talked about the politics of Chelsea's hair. Yep. And, you know, she is, whether she is doing it intentionally or not, she's making a very loud political statement with her hair and her body, Mm -hmm. which we know Matt is not into. No, I know. As much as he feigns interest, he does not want to bring her home. Right. And so I just... Feel for Chelsea. I feel like I hear her youth when she's still optimistic about the potential of ending up with him. I know. But this game is not for you, Chelsea. You'd
0: think as a model she be a little more jaded.
1: You'd think. Maybe she's just had really good experiences up to now. Who knows? Yeah. Or she thinks... Better of men like Matt, but or
0: the producers are like constantly propping her up and saying, "Well, he's actually really into you," and right. he's constantly reassuring her when they have opportunities. He is,
1: and you know, again, that's about his image. That's about his ego, and you know, just in general, dark-skinned women, dark-skinned black women, are less likely to be married than light-skinned women. Mm. So, in every, no matter how you cut it. Chelsea, Chelsea does not make it. She's fighting an uphill battle here. She's fighting an uphill battle, but I don't think that she, I think she feels like she can just kind of push through it. And I feel like Chelsea's feelings are going to be very hurt. And I don't want to see that.
0: I know. And I, I, sometimes I wonder, like, I was just thinking about this, that yesterday when I was watching the show, that at this point now, I think we have, Either equal numbers or slightly more women of color remaining. Mm-hmm. But when you watch them conversing with each other, yeah. it feels like they're all, like, they're all constantly speaking in white code. Like, I never I, – I, I feel like I never get to see moments besides, like, the moment where Ryan and Michelle go outside and, like, have a break with each other mm-hmm. and, like, scream mm-hmm. and let loose – I don't feel uh-huh. like I see a lot of the women talking about their experiences, women of color, to no. each other. No. And I'm like, I'm like, this show in general is robbing us of a lot of elements of each of these women's personalities because they're just playing to whatever they feel like will look best for them on TV or will get them furthest in this, like, scenario. And I just feel like that's really the case with Chelsea where where I'm like, there, there is more to her. I know that. And yeah. also, like, we never get to see it.
1: Mm-mm. All we get to see is her pining for Matt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. All we get to see... And this week we got to see a little bit of her unraveling for the first time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, she was really feeling sad about the fact that she wasn't going to get as much time. She was really hoping for that one-on-one. And... I just like you said. I want her to take herself out of this before she has the full blown meltdown because she's not gonna win. And so it's either like get out while you can, and you know just just don't do it, girl. Yeah, <laughs> don't, do, don't it. do it,
0: girl. I'm not gonna do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did it.
0: I hope oh, She did it. Yeah, I I think next week is her. It's probably her last week. Um, we'll see. I'm guessing that Chelsea. Goes home next week. I'm guessing Serena C goes home next week. I think Mm. that we will probably say goodbye to Yesenia next week. Um, Yesenia got the rose this week only because MJ didn't.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So. And Matt has
1: yet to say anything about Yesenia that he really likes about her. Right. All he said was, Yesenia has given me no reason not to believe her.
0: Right, right, right. He's like, I have to choose between the two of them, so I'm I'm not going to choose MJ. Because I'm afraid of her. Yeah, she's scary. (laughs) <laughs> so then we're left with um, Rachel, Abigail, Kit, Michelle, uh-huh. Serena P., Piper, Brie. We'll
1: see. Are you, are you going to make a prediction?
0: I'm not. I can't. I, I usually feel like I have a pretty strong sight on who my top four will be, and I, I honestly just don't know. I think Michelle... And Rachel are really sitting pretty, but yeah, then for sure, he seems to like Bree, but we barely ever see her. I know. And I forgot she was—I forgot she was even on the show for the last two episodes. Um, Abigail's Ouch. getting getting a lot of story time, but like for what reason? I'm not sure. Maybe she's going to be gone paradise. Like I don't know. I really don't know. Kit makes yeah. no sense to me. I don't know why Kit is still there. So I don't know. What to I
1: don't either. She has surprised me. She hasn't become the character who I thought she was. Yeah, going I was to be really hoping she would end
0: up being evil, but like compared to Victoria, good luck. Sometimes,
1: she, sometimes she makes really level-headed comments, and I'm like, "Yep, that's not supposed yep. to be who you are."
0: Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I feel like I have some ideas, but I don't want to even try to predict my final four because it's just we barely know anybody.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm in the same boat. Maybe next week we can come up with some predictions.
0: Yeah, we'll have to because we're going to be so close to hometowns at that point. Oh my gosh! I mean, hometowns. next week, hopefully, we'll have we'll be down to four wow. in theory if they said two weeks away. So, so all right, we got to talk about Heather. Unfortunately, how <sighs> absolutely tragic does Heather look in this whole scenario? She just looks so pathetic mm-hmm. and so desperate when she mm-hmm. rolled up to the Nemecolin Mansion. In a white minivan, looking well, like a, two, that, a young mom,
1: I just assumed it was a rental.
0: I know, but you couldn't ask for a better rental. <laughs> Why the minivan? I, guess.
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: And I know that Chris Harrison was acting, but how soon? I mean, how far ahead of time do you think she gave them notice that she was coming? Because time then over. he he was like, "You gotta go quarantine."
1: I know. I first. I was waiting. You just called him Chris Harrison, first of all.
0: That's his real name. Oh. You call him Chris Hansen earlier. And then you made a face, and I thought you knew you were doing it on purpose. You I think made the, I'm wrong now. <laughs> I, made, I made
1: the face because I was looking at you like, I got it that oh, time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just about to call you... <laughs>
0: Oh my God. I Paris don't know Harrison why is I, I
1: cannot. <sighs> I'm going to get it tattooed. Yeah. Um, no, but I was waiting for him to be like, well, all right, Heather, come on in. But instead, of course, she had to quarantine. And I was just like, what's the point of this? Does she really need. Like, some screen time that much? Is she that desperate? Why yeah. allow these shenanigans? Can anybody just show up like that? Was also, she asked
0: if, to? If you're BFFs with Hannah Brown, and Hannah Brown is allegedly best friends with Matt James, and she hasn't introduced you yet, maybe this is all Hannah Brown's fault. Like, I don't get it. You had a plenty of opportunity to meet this guy. That's what I was wondering. I because like, none of them are following COVID precautions, so you can't tell me it's because of COVID that they couldn't no. meet when they're out like partying on Super Bowl weekend.
1: No, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, this was your only opportunity to meet him,
0: right? Right. You. That's a bold face lie. And I think Chris even said it. He's like, "Why haven't you met him before? Why now?" <laughs> oh, but how God. are they
1: allowing this? Chris acts like, "Oh, I'm so shocked. I can't believe this. This is crazy. This is unprecedented." But it's like, okay, you're obviously in on this plot, and why are you allowing this?
0: I don't know. And her, like, I'm so, qu- I'm like a quirky Christian Behaviors <laughs> Drive me nuts. I really don't like Heather. No. I really don't like it. Her, like, I'm so funny and quarantine. It's like, you're not funny, and why are you here? You're not interesting. You're not dynamic your whole her whole Chiron on Colton season it started off as never been kissed then she mm-hmm. ha, then she got kissed by Colton and her Chiron changed to has been kissed once <laughs> <laughs> like that was who she is you know and maybe she's trying to change that narrative about herself but like move on her fake tan, like, everything no. about it. she you can, you can always tell, like, who's been on the show and who's currently on the show. It's different because once you've been on the show, then you, like, go into the L.A. life and you, like, fake... You, like, do... Like, you sure. just look faker. You look faker.
1: You get the veneers and everything. Yes.
0: So she now she's coming into the show, and she just looks, like, f- so fake. And all the women look a little more, more natural because they came onto the show just from regular life. I
1: uh, know. And I'll just add that I really hated the scene with her in the hotel with the pizza.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like,
1: it just reeked of desperation.
0: It's so sad, and I don't know if they were trying to make us like her or hate her, but it made me hate her. It was so yucky.
1: I've been gagging ever since.
0: I know, and then when she walked in at the end, the women were absolutely feral, like foaming <laughs> at the mouth when they saw her. <laughs> <clears throat> And who was the she...
1: one who was... It was Piper, right? Who was talking to him when she yeah. busted in. Oh, yes.
0: In. And then she came out and she was like, what the...
1: <laughs> Clenching her fists? Yep. In her evening gown?
0: Yep. And when the, she sat down with him, she, it was just like she was so unlikable. I think because she's overly nice. And I really like... Okay, look. There's a difference between nice and kind. Let's be clear about this.
1: Okay. Break people it down. Who are
0: kind? People who are kind, they read the room. They can tell what your emotions are, they think about you when you're not there, they hmm. help you with things, they might go out of their way. But people who are just nice, mm-hmm. they're like, oh hi, cute. They do that kind of stuff where they like overly praise and are overly like smiling in, in circumstances that don't deserve it. And I hate that. Like niceties, yeah. I hate those kindness is one thing being nice is a whole nother problem it's like great you can do small talk well well it doesn't feel like you're ever genuine and that's heather exactly when she walked in and she sat down with him and she's like putting her hands all over him she's like oh my god hi can you believe it so i just had to come it was like ugh. you think this guy is gonna like you he's already invested in all these other people i mean
1: he might he might be into that
0: ew but the way he reacted when she walked in just to, like, hide behind Piper and laugh and then tell Piper he's so sorry. I was like, ooh, this is not good.
1: No, it doesn't bode well for Matt James, but, I mean, he loves the attention. He's the bachelor.
0: Well, I meant so, it didn't bode well for Heather. Like, I actually think it was the way he reacted was was rather telling about his feelings toward her.
1: Oh! I thought it was more like, I took his giggling and kind of the way that he hid behind Piper as uh you know, like, if you were to show up, yeah. right, and I was working or something, I would get like that. Like because right, you'd a, be
0: surprised.
1: I'd be surprised. I'd be like, oh, my friend's here, and I might get kind of giddy like that. That's kind of how I read it. But maybe he was saying, I'm not that into you, and you should know that already.
0: I feel like what he was doing was reacting like, oh, wow, another crazy turn of events. A friend is here. But then instead, when she sat down and he was like, wait, you're, are you here to date me? Like, this is a little bit late. <laughs>
1: What's going on? Right. And w- again, why didn't you contact me outside of the show?
0: My hope is that he sends her packing right away. Well, but what I think will happen and what I'm predicting will happen next week is that she will get a one on one.
1: Just and to stir the, the pot.
0: To stir the pot, and I think also, I think the producers will suggest it to Matt, and Matt will say to the women, he needs to see if there's anything there, so he's going to give her a one-on-one, and then I think, I hope, he sends her home at the end of the one-on-one.
1: Wow. Well, that's a great prediction.
0: We have seen the zero only... previews with her in them, besides no, just her showing No, we haven't. You're her. right.
1: The only thing I can say about Heather at this point is she's there for the wrong reasons.
0: Yes, she is. <laughs>
1: And I can say that definitively.
0: Definitively, she's there for the wrong reasons. This is not a Nick Vial situation where you show up and you're going to end up in the top two. Because she's showing up in week six. It's too late.
1: And she's showing up so desperately.
0: She's so sad. And she clearly lacks confidence in this way that is, like, really telling in her body language where she's so awkward with her arms. She has no idea what to do with her arms. She's just like, whoa, (laughs) Oh my god! What am I doing here?
1: (laughs) Well, maybe she'll figure it out
0: through the process.
1: Yeah, what to do with our arms? (laughs) She, as she gets to go on -on one-on-one dates with Matt James. Yeah,
0: I think that's what will happen. So I'm guessing next week we're going to see that one-on-one. The women are going to be absolutely melting down about it. We're going to lose a ton of women, and I bet you he cuts them throughout the show. Cool. Yeah, because we, will... we usually come up to a, a slice and dice episode around episode seven, where they just start mm-hmm. cutting people left and right. Mm-hmm. So I'm it's ready like for a that. It's bl- like
1: a bloodbath.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, we'll start with, like, a rose ceremony where Heather is at it for some reason. Because this was leading up to a rose ceremony, this cocktail party that they That's
1: at. right. So That's we'll see right. the rose
0: ceremony. For some reason, Heather will stay, but, like, Serena C will go. Yesenia will go. Um, maybe Chelsea will go. I don't know. We'll see. And then he'll just start cutting women left and right.
1: I can't wait. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it, Me and I too. hope all of your predictions come true.
0: And I secretly hope that he does that. Abigail gets her one-on-one. I think. Um, I hope he gets that she gets her one-on-one, and the rose is a hometown rose. Oh. Because I I think that even if he doesn't end up with her, which he won't that I want more time for Abigail on TV. And I want more opportunity for her to show mm. us what her life is like and what it's like being in yeah. a, de- a family I hear a that. Is deaf.
1: I hear that. Yeah. I, I'd be down to see that, too, as long as it's not the production coercing Abigail into sharing things like they did Sarah.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they will, but it's too late. <laughs> true. <laughs> She's too deep now.
1: Yeah, that's true. She basically signed her life away and yep. any privacy she had.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, with all that being said, I feel like we have just a few more episodes left to go. We're about to head into hometowns and then everything is like smooth sailing towards romance then. Maybe maybe during that time, not only will Matt James find love, but um, J. Ike Diggs will find love again with the show. Hey!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so, but we'll I will love. say that Smooth Sailing to Romance should definitely be the name of one of these women's spin-off shows.
0: Okay. Or my book about The Bachelor.
1: <laughs> Ooh, even better. Can I write the foreword?
0: Yeah, definitely. Or it's Chris Harrison's next uh, like soft erotic. <laughs> right? Smooth
1: Sailing to Romance by Chris Ooh. Harrison.
0: Yep. By like Chris Harrison. Forward by Chris Hansen.
1: <laughs> I'd be mean, the first one to buy it.
0: I know you would. You'd be lining up in the uh, wrong section looking for H A N. You're
1: like, are you Chris Hansen?
0: <laughs> I okay. heard Chris Hansen was going to be here. Yeah, I heard, and I don't, but you don't want Chris Hansen to be there because if he's there, that means you're a predator.
1: Yeah, true. Because if, he sh- if he's there when you show up, you're at the wrong
0: spot. <laughs> uh okay listeners this has been a real treat of an episode and really we're has. super excited to to talk to you next episode um i got a few things in the inbox this week people's predictions and also just people giving me ge- their general comments on the show which i love i always read them even if i don't give you super long responses just know i am reading them i'm hurting them i'm enjoying them very much so please send them our way at you get a rose on instagram at you get a rose on twitter i tweeted up a storm last night i threw out some good ones
1: I can't look because you watched the show an hour before I, I do. I know.
0: I know. It will ruin your whole experience. So I
1: don't want any spoilers.
0: That's true. Um, anyway, so get a hold of us and check out uh, next week's episode. We can't wait to see you there. I've been your host, Hannah W.
1: And I've been your host, J. Ike
0: Diggs. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. For more on the show, visit YouGetARose.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at YouGetARose. You Get a Rose is a podcast from MyTalk 107.1. Hear more great podcasts on MyTalk107.1.com.